0: Hello and welcome back to the Morning Story Podcast. My name is Cody Birch and I'd like to tell you a story. Today's story is called Magic Kingdom on a Budget and here's my story. So I need to tell you about my sister before I share the story of this episode, just to set the tone. I have an older sister and I have a younger brother. My younger brother is married, they have two kids. My wife and I are married, we have three kids. I have an older sister, she's married, she has nine children that I know of at the time of this recording, okay? A lot of kids. And they were really getting into going to Disney World when all of our kids were younger. My oldest two kids are kind of the same age as her oldest couple kids. And my wife and I stopped and she just kept going. But at a time when they were, you know, the youngest were one or two and the middle kids were three or four and the oldest kids were seven, eight, nine. They were going to Disney quite a bit. And I thought, man, I would love to go to Disney with you someday. I just don't have the budget. Didn't have a way to afford plane tickets. Couldn't afford to stay somewhere when we got there, could barely afford park tickets. If we got park tickets, we definitely couldn't afford food. And so we started to put our heads together on what kind of memory could we create if we could do Magic Kingdom on a budget. Now, another important part of my sister's story is they uh, at the, they had just gotten this RV. They still have the same RV. It's this big bus. It's a class uh, A RV. It's like 40 feet or something like that. And now that they have nine kids, I'm sure it's a tight squeeze, but they, at the time, they just had a couple of kids and they said, Hey, what if uh what if you just ride with us we're gonna drive from oklahoma city to orlando florida which takes forever and you can ride with us ride in the rv when you get there we can uh stay together so they were staying at a campsite there's a campsite called fort wilderness at walt disney world it's one of the cheaper places you can stay especially if you brought your own vehicle it's like 40 bucks a night or something compared to 500 a night if you get a hotel room so I thought, that sounds fine. I like camping. We live in Colorado. What's the worst that can happen? I've got just got three babies and a wife who hates camping. This will be great. And so we agreed to go with my sister. We flew down to Oklahoma City, or maybe we drove to Oklahoma City, that makes more sense. That We drove to Oklahoma City, which from here is about nine hours. And then from Oklahoma City to Orlando, I've got to look it up again, but it took forever. I think we had to stop overnight somewhere and get a cheap hotel. And it just took so long. But now that we're there we got our tents our colorado tents and our colorado camping chairs my parents were also going and at fort wilderness they have campsites and they also have cabins well the cabins are kind of cool the cabins have two bedrooms one has a king bedroom and a king bed in there and one has bunk beds i think there was three bunk beds and it has a murphy bed that folds out of the wall and it had a couch and even though we weren't paying to stay anywhere we literally were going to the plan was to crash in the tent on the rv pad with a couple of the younger kids. We did that for the first night. Of course, nobody slept, and the next day, Disney, if you've never been to Disney, I would not recommend it with young kids who haven't slept. It's the hardest thing you'll ever do in your life, probably. It's exhausting, it's expensive, and to have no sleep the night before, I would not recommend. But we also didn't have any money to go spend money in in the park on food. so. Uh, my sister was fine. This is not her story. This is my story. The Cody Birch family, my wife, and my children—we had no money, so we were making peanut butter sandwiches. We were making peanut butter crackers, fruit snacks, fruit strips, dried fruit, raisins. It was honestly a lot of peanut butter. My mom and dad were staying in the cabin, and so they—I think the cabin had a crock pot or a slow cooker, so they could come in. They were. My mom was making turkey breast, and she made like a lasagna. So since we couldn't afford to eat in the park, we would come home for dinner, like a proper dinner with french bread and garlic bread and lasagna and turkey one night and we ate peanut butter sandwiches all day now i hated this the whole thing like i didn't like sleeping outside as a dad you want to provide for your kids so when your little kids are like can we get a balloon or can we get a souvenir can i get a stuffed animal or can i get one of those mickey mouse ice cream cones or can i get one of those mickey mouse pretzels and you look at those and go, no, no, it's $8 for the pretzel and $4 for the cheese that comes with it and 38 for the balloon and 64 for the popsicle and it just all adds up. And I just remember being so embarrassed and and the kids probably don't remember they were too little, but it was not an ideal Disney experience. But it was good for me to put myself in that kind of uncomfortable position to say, I've got to change this. I want to come back to Disney and I want to sleep in a proper bed and I don't want to eat peanut butter sandwiches and I do want to buy the kids some souvenirs. And then let me finish this story then I'll tell you what happened next. So after one night of sleeping outside and getting no sleep, we asked politely if my parents would allow us to stay in their cabin because they were in the king bedroom or they had to move some stuff around. There's only one bathroom and we had little babies. And so we, we moved, they weren't babies, but they were toddlers. So they were okay to sleep on the floor. They didn't need a full big bed, you know? So my wife and I slept in the Murphy bed in the living room. One kid got on the couch, two kids were on the floor, somebody was in the bunk beds or whatever. It was just this chaotic thing that we didn't we didn't pay for. And we didn't, I, I, I remember trying to pitch in for gas. I might've pitched in a hundred bucks or 200 bucks for gas. And this was probably 2015, 2016, something like that. I don't quite remember, but we just made it happen. We were able to go experience the most magical place on earth by putting our tickets on a payment plan and buying tickets together. That's a little hack if one person buys, you know, there were like 15 of us or something that went, then sometimes you can save money on the volume of tickets. And if you bring your own food, and if you eat turkey out of the slow cooker for dinner, and if you don't buy any souvenirs, Disney's actually very affordable. I used to budget my uh, checkbook, I balance my checkbook every morning. It was a daily habit, and I would balance it to the penny. I don't recommend this now, this is not advice, but when I stopped doing that, I started making more money. When I was less focused on the pennies in my checkbook, the business started to finally grow. But I remember we came back from that vacation. I made a whole spreadsheet and I kept all the receipts. and I said, here's you know here's what it costs to be at Disney World for a week with three kids. The funny thing is, it was like 2500 bucks. Now, if you've been to Disney World in the last 10 years, you might have just fallen out of your chair because a trip for five of us to go to Disney World now with older kids and not eating peanut butter sandwiches and, and garlic bread and homemade lasagna, it's probably closer to $10,000. So to have knocked 75% of the cost off by hitching a ride with my sister in her RV, sleeping on a campsite for one night and then weaseling our way into a Murphy bed the, the other couple nights... Eating peanut butter and fruit snacks and never eating at a restaurant, not getting any treats for the kids, not getting any souvenirs. We did it for a couple thousand dollars, which is crazy. Now, I remember as the kids got a little bit older, I did vow to mainly to myself, if I'm being honest, I said, we're going to go back and we're going to sleep in a bed and we're going to get souvenirs and we're not going to eat peanut butter sandwiches. And my sweet wife uh, didn't, it was my, you know, my side of the family, not hers. And they get along great, but she cherishes the memories for sure. But I know she was very ready to stop eating peanut butter sandwiches by about halfway through the second day. She's like, please, can I get a hamburger, hot dog, corn dog, something that's not a cold, mushy peanut butter sandwich in my fanny pack More walking around this theme park. So we did eat out a little bit, I'm sure. But it was very cheap. And we all definitely got bottles of water to, to share and four straws, five straws to, to share the soda. It was that, that kind of trip. But I remember talking to the kids about solving interesting problems that as they got older I said hey if you when you start to get a job if you can solve a more interesting painful problem for people you get paid better so when you offer to wash my car and you're six years old I'll say no thank you Uh, you won't do a very good job at that and I get it car I have a car wash membership for you know 15 bucks a month and they do a pretty good job but if you ask me to pick up after the dog in the backyard That's a painful problem. I don't want to do that. It's gross, smells terrible, takes all day. I'll pay you 20 bucks. It might take you 10 minutes, but I'll pay you $20 to pick up after the dog. I'll pay you $0 to wash my car because you won't do a very good job. And it's not a super painful problem for me. I already got that problem solved. So I remember being in line at the Winnie the Pooh ride. The kids were a little bit older. We were back at Disney. They had just wrapped up. Some Mickey ice cream sandwiches or some pretzels or some soda. They were holding on to souvenirs. We were staying on site at one of the hotels. And one of my kids asked if I was solving more interesting problems, you know, now. Now that we're here. They were aware that this trip feels a little bit different. We don't all have to, you know, share one bed and sleep head to toe and and rotate on the shower and share one water bottle all day. We were able to have a proper Disney vacation. Now that they're older, they don't like to go to Disney World quite as much. But we do like to go to Universal Studios and enjoy those thrill rides as the the little boys have now become teenagers. They don't want the it's a small world kind of magic of the Magic Kingdom. They want the thrill of the Incredible Hulk roller coaster at Universal Studios. But that's my story of hitting up the most magical place on Earth with an extreme budget, but we still made it happen. So your story prompt for today is to share a time that you were really resourceful, where you wanted something that you knew would help you in your business. You knew it would be a trip worth taking, a mastermind worth joining, an event worth going to, but it didn't quite make sense for you financially at the time, at least not in the way that you thought. And so you were required to be much more resourceful to get the thing that you really wanted. Go out and share that story with someone today and share the lesson you learned by getting creative and by being resourceful. And I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Morning Story Podcast. If you'd like more story ideas, go to 202storyideas.com. That's 202storyideas.com. And if you'd like to get better at storytelling so you make more sales, go to Story Magnet Workshop.com. Thank you for listening, and thank you for being part of my story.